Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the Bad Movie Review Show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today welcome back children of the night to blood and syrup a vampire the masquerade live play podcast i am your host count vlad von lestat drinker of blood keeper of the chronicle and all around the spooky dude our coterie saved dedrick from being kidnapped and have rolled up to the satin prince's club Everett apologized for the baby fiasco, Iris won over Dedrick under the guise of Lurleen, and Ridley got shot and then received a hair-based makeover. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You find yourselves outside a packed nightclub. Um, this is a the kind of place that us, as for actual humans in the real world, would avoid like the plague. Um, there is, uh, it seems to be, um, sort of a massive structure, um, sort of, uh, in the heart of the, uh, the entertainment district, uh, in Montreal, which, um, if you've ever been to Montreal is, uh, quite lively, uh, and impressive. Um, from the outside, um, it looks, uh, in, in sort of classic upscale club fashion, um, very sleek. Um, it's got kind of paneling, um, that, that kind of removes the, the it seems to be a very old building, um, but uh, 
you can only see little hints of the original architecture kind of poking out um, from around um, very sleek paneling that's been put up uh, to make it look a little bit uh, more modern, I guess. It's one of those, uh, this happens in Toronto a lot too, but it's one of those horrible instances of like, beautiful old building, douchebags want something that looks like it fell out of an Apple store. Behold, the awful hybrid. Um, Despite this, though, you see a line around the block um, and a a crowd around the entrance. Um, There are, uh, you can see kind of a, um, uh, there's a recessed entrance um, that's kind of under an overhang of these panels. Um, You can see uh, sort of the letters D and D above the the door um, intertwined. Um, One is very angelic. One of them is very classic devilly um, for, uh, you'll recall that uh, Diederich told you the club was uh, divine damnation. Um, so the, uh, recessed inside the sort of entranceway, you can see an overhead red light, um, casting kind of a, uh, an ethereal glow down over the, uh, the entranceway. No one seems to be being admitted right now. Um, you can see two large bouncers in, um, suits with earpieces, uh, sunglasses at night, all the, the, the badass NPC standard fell out of a unity asset box into our game, uh, kind of looks you'd expect. Um, and, uh, uh, Ridley, you just, uh, stepped out of the door in your, all of your new recently made over finery, your flock of seagulls haircut, uh, your Mormon shirt with your little name tag for a dead man, um, your recently bandaged chest, um, and, uh, you kind of take in the scene and, um, you feel, uh, Dederick kind of over your shoulder, um, you can... Uh, both sort of feel and, and see him, uh, even though he's behind you, because of the uh, the permanent glow of his phone, uh, which is kind of um, reflecting off his face like some kind of modern moon. Um, and uh, he just says, yeah, so, um, wow, it is much busier than I expected. I guess the deadheads really got the word out, huh? This is amazing, right? Yeah, and it's great. Can you get us in through the fucking door? Oh, no, like I told you, um, they didn't even give me an invite, which is bullshit, uh, if you'll pardon my English, uh, because I really, I've hyped this place up. Uh, In fact, I'm pretty sure the Satin Prince is only here because I said he'd be here. Um, And uh, so we can try, but um, you want to put a fucking whammy on the door, boys? Oh, my God. She is Iris Dunn. I knew it. Uh, and, uh, he is just so thrilled and he's like, I'm such a big fan. Oh my, (laughs) yes. Uh, look, I'm not going to post this on my blog. I'm just going to send it a cryptic tweet. Give me one second. Nope. Stop. (laughs) I'm going to try. I'm going to pull the phone out of his hand. All right. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity and it might be mealy (laughs) if I can't find anything that would work more appropriately. Um, We'll say survival. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it made us all laugh. So yeah, let's go with that. Let's go survival cool. and dexterity. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, thanks, Tom, <laughs> for taking my joke seriously. I gotta shut my mouth. Uh, one success. Um, I got two and a critical. So he hit send. Um. And uh, looking down, you just see that he's uh, he's uh, tweeted out, like, you will never guess who I met tonight. They're amazing, and I'm very starstruck. I can't say who. eye emoji? Yeah, yeah, then a double, uh, like a dot, 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 double eye. Oh, double eye, okay. And looks back, so, and he's like, look, no one, no one's the wiser. They'll all think it's the Satin Prince, especially if I get a photo with him later, like I want it. Yeah, I'm so over, happy to meet you. 
Over Dedrick's shoulder, Ridley just looks to Iris and mimes breaking a phone in half and then like (laughs) question mark hands. I, I, I will likely nod. Yes, please do that. This guy's fucking dangerous. Okay, cool. Uh, Ridley will wait until they are inside, but he will get that fucking phone. <laughs> okay, yeah, I will say, Ridley, the one thing to keep in mind with breaking the phone, uh, he, uh, he was very, very concerned about it during the combat in the alleyway, um, more so than, than himself. Um, also, he has agreed to help you largely because he's desperate to get a, a selfie with, uh, with the Satin Prince. Um, Not so, because we saved his fucking life? <laughs> no, he was really into the selfie. He's his own okay. problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, it, admittedly, um, you get the sense that, like, he, if, if you recall, he was pretty sure that the, uh, the attempt on his life was, like, a prank. Um, right. He just legitimately seems like one of those people who just doesn't get it. Um, so yes, truly, uh, the breaking of the phone would be more concerning than another attempt on his life. So, um, you can still do it. Uh, just be aware that there, there might be, uh, adverse consequence. Oh yeah. He's planning on making it look like an accident or the phone disappearing. He's not planning on like punching him in the face. And breaking his phone. Not that that's not on the table, but he also won't do that in front of club security if he's trying to go. Totally fair. Those. Um, on the van at this point, is that right? Yeah. So Ridley's just stepped out, uh, stepped out of the back. Uh, Iris is kind of uh, clambering out afterwards, um, still having difficulty walking in her Lurleen outfit. Um, but uh, which is po- probably why you failed to get get your hands on the phone because you just can't take steps the way you're used to. Um, and Everett, you're you're still up front. So you you've parked the van. Um, I think we're going to say you are across the street in a. A Saint Hubert uh, chicken uh, parking lot. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's just this this these places are rapidly disappearing in Toronto. But there used to be like a bunch of restaurants with like lots next to them in the same sort of area as the entertainment district. So you're parked near the club, but not at the club because it's there's no there's no parking. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the way this building is laid out, if, if you're looking at kind of ways you can get through, so what you have to work with. Um, Despite Dedrick not getting an invitation, um, his website uh, and the Deadheads are largely responsible for, like, he's almost a make-or-break critic of the club scene at this point. So though he himself has very little power, reputationally, he does have a lot. Uh, So you've got that going for you. Um, The building itself, um, you can see it it seems to have a rooftop, um, there's definitely, like, a rooftop setup. Um, There seems to be... uh, in classic, uh, like I know Barry has a couple of these, but like it's just like string lights. There's no way to make a rooftop patio really look at like anything other than someone's weird backyard cookout. They've definitely tried, um, but um, you can see kind of lights from up there and hear uh, the sound of laughter and pulsing music. Um, so you've got the front door, you've got the roof. There's likely a back entrance of some sort. There would have to be for stocking and loading the bar and everything else. Um, however, because this is in a strip, it's not like there's clear walls around it. So you would have to do a bit of circumnavigation to actually figure out where, what back alley would lead to this. Uh, so those are kind of your your three possible entry points. Um, even from this distance, you can hear the music um, and uh, the sort of crowd of excitement. The other thing, again, to keep in mind is there is a large crowd presence. Um, so you also have that at your disposal. What do you do? Uh, I think Ridley would look, if this is like a solid wall of like businesses, Tom, is there like a rundown or like a shitty one on the street? Um, it's pretty expensive real estate. Um, so no, um, I will say the building to the right um, is, uh, looks like a, it would have been, um, 
Uh, probably like a, a high-end um, retail fashion joint uh, that's been kind of hit hard by um, the, the gradual loss of disposable income. Um, so it uh, it says like basically like opening soon. Um, so it seems like it's under renovation for a, a new something or other. Um, on the other side is um, a, a very fancy um, sort of like half club, half restaurant. Um, you, it would have to not just be a straight restaurant based on how loud this club is. Um, but it's very trendy. Um, you know, uh, you can see like big glass panels on the outside, um, two floors. You can see people milling about. Uh, we'll say it's like a brew pub um, cocktail kind of joint. Um, so also very crowded, um, but less packed than a club would be, if that makes sense. All right. So, friends, what I'm thinking, we got some options. We could try to put a fucking whammy at the door from Lurleen. We only say fucking Lurleen. I'm aware that that note is mainly for me, but we only fucking say Lurleen. Uh, we could break in through uh, this place that's getting built up. I'm sorry, it doesn't have the best alarm system if there's no fucking story in there. Go out the roof and over. Or we could go into the restaurant one. Uh, do the same thing, but theoretically, there's no alarm on in a regular building. Any thoughts from the fucking room? Well, uh, Lurleen, given your appearance, I feel like this isn't really Lurleen's kind of scene. I don't know if that has any kind of impact on your ability to uh, talk us through the door. Well, I mean... What's the worst that they... I could give it a shot. What's the worst they're going to do? They're going to tell me to turn around and leave? That's uh, that's a good point. Going through the front door might be our safest in terms of if we fail, we just walk away. We try one of the other two. Might be a good place to start. All right. So everybody uh, lamp up behind Lurleen and let's go try to, uh, I guess, observe and profit from her hard work at Charm. Do you two want to try to find some either beautiful men or beautiful women to carry in with us, because that always helps with bouncers at clubs. Dedrick, you got any fucking friends in the line? Um, he looks up from his phone and says, friends? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, I might uh, I might have some fans. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, sorry, you're, you're looking for, you just want some some people on, on, on your arms. That's a good idea. That That is that is absolutely how people get into clubs. Um, they won't necessarily come if I send out a message to the deadheads but if I say I'm with a celebrity, there are a lot of starfuckers uh, in my my fandom. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say. Uh, so, um, and he kind of looks down over his uh, heart-shaped glasses uh, at uh, definitely not Iris. And he says, so, um, Lurleen, uh, who do you want to be today? The fuck are you talking about? Well, I can just send out a message uh, to everyone. So, um, basically, one of you needs to be a fake celebrity. Um, I, I think, uh, with all uh, due respect, Mr. Uh, Mr. Beef here um, in his current vestments uh, looks a little too official um, uh, with, uh, you know, your little, and he just like flicks your little Mormon name tag. Uh, and he says, uh, oh, yeah, who but, the fuck am I? Um, <laughs> it, it says, uh, uh, but it oh, say what's, what's the, <laughs> oh, that, fuck, touche. Well done, sir. That's, that's why I had to ask. Yep. Um, <laughs> What is the? Oh, it's Elder. Elder is the thing they go with. Uh, it says um, uh, Elder Jones. Um, Iris, you quickly fill in for him because he hasn't told Everett yet. Uh, so yes, uh, the name tag says Elder Jones. 
All right. So, yeah, I don't know any fucking celebrity. No one's going to believe I'm fucking Tommy Lee. So, uh, that's it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going for it. Um, Dederick kind of turns to look at Everett and he says, now, look, um, I was saying in the car, uh, you know, you, you kind of seem like a cool cowboy and, uh, I know you're, you're not fully down with that, but I must say, um, from my experience, uh, you know, on the club scene and, and just generally around celebrities, no one really knows what country music stars look like. Everyone kind of knows their songs, but very few people know what they look like as long as they kind of look generically rugged and you sir look very rugged today if i may say oh my god sorry if this is getting picked up by my mic um it's not okay uh for those of you listening at home we've got a, a special guest luna the cat uh is, is also on today's episode errant attention hungry cat um <laughs> i'll uh, i'll look in like the the like the window like the tinted window of the van and I just look very much like I have been arrested and in a car crash. <laughs> um, yep. So uh, like you're an, a drug addicted country star. Yeah. What if we say you're Colin Farrell? <laughs> uh, sure. Colin Farrell. All right. Yeah. I'm Colin Farrell. <laughs> Can you do that? an Irish accent? Yeah. He's, he's doing he's research Irish. for a role. Uh, yeah. Everett, can, yeah can you do, can you can do, you do an, an accent? Irish? Let me, let me try. What, what do the Irish say? Like, give me a phrase to help me get into character. I like a Guinness. I'd like a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking perfect. Well, so it's Colin Farrell, and he's practicing for a drug addicted cowboy role. Oh, he's going to star in a. What's the name of that fucking Matthew McConaughey one? Um, well, why can't I just be Matthew McConaughey? Well, because we already agreed on Colin Farrell. What if Colin oh. Farrell's going to be the sequel to that AIDS movie that Matthew McConaughey did? No, uh, Colin Farrell is doing a biopic on Matthew McConaughey. I'm okay, Colin you're, you're Farrell. Playing I'm Matthew doing, McConaughey. Playing yeah. Matthew McConaughey in the AIDS movie, and I would like a Guinness. Is that Yeah, you need right. to say, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. But more like, a lep- more like a leprechaun. All right, all right, all right. Pot of gold, all right. This is good. This is good. Did you see him in a dark tower? He always says, stop breathing. That's his thing. Stop breathing. Perfect. That's good. You, okay, I think we guess. got this. So we've got, Dedrick, you get this, right? So he's Dedrick is like, honestly, if you told me he was Colin Farrell right now, I would 100% believe that he might be Colin Farrell. Wonderful. This is Colin Farrell, and he's doing a movie uh, a biopic about Matthew McConaughey. So he's got a staying character, but he needs to go to the club with lots of hot people. Okay, so um, Mr. Farrell slash McConaughey, I need you um, to to give me your most um, put upon look uh, because the catch is if they think that I'm, if I'm just, if I just post a photo of you and say, look who's at this club, they're going to know it's not true. So what I need is for you to kind of be like walking um, or, or doing something, doing a task near the club um, that looks like I just snuck a photo of you. Can you do that? Hi, friends. It's Ryan here. And I am excited to invite you to join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. It's a great way for you to help our team keep creating shows that you love. And it's a cool opportunity for you to get neat things, too. At the $1 level, we have a Patreon-exclusive Discord, so you can chat with other listeners and our cast in spoiler and non-spoiler channels so anyone can tag in. At the $5 level, we offer ad-free feeds for a bunch of our shows, so you won't have to hear us advertising our Patreon anymore. At $15, you get to submit names for NPCs, places, and things that we have 
to use in the shows. And we also have a tips, tricks, and traps video where you can submit questions that our GMs and DMs, myself and Tom, will answer for you. And at $25, you can create your own NPC to join one of our active shows and get a special thank you at the end of every episode we produce. We've got a bunch of tiers where you can join, so please head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Please help support us, and we'll keep new episodes coming. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Uh, You're supposed to be Colin Farrell. Go pretend to piss on that wall. All right. Are you you guys sure this is going to work? I mean, we don't want to get, or I don't want to get arrested again tonight in the same night. I mean, I don't think they can arrest you just for being Colin Farrell. They can't arrest you for urinating in public. Well, don't actually pee. You're pretending. Well, if I pretend successfully, i.e. I'll make people think I'm pissing in public, then it's against the law. Well, then fine, you come up with something. You're really judging options, but you're not offering anything on the table. I don't know who Colin Farrell is. Well, do you know anything about Matthew McConaughey? Because that's yeah, who I love Colin Matthew Farrell. McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, well, Colin Farrell thinks he's Matthew McConaughey right now, so just do your McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> just go get into like what is it like a Lexus and just drive around like I'll like, I'll like undo a bunch of buttons yeah. on my shirt <laughs> to start. <laughs> yep. Uh, and. Um, I see. All right, so we all go together. No, you've got to do something for the picture that makes people think you're Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, basically, uh, Diederich uh, is like, yeah, so once I have the photo, I'll post, because uh, I just sent out that tweet that I was with someone famous. So if I post a random photo of Colin Farrell as Matthew McConaughey, people will swarm to the club looking for you. And then to, um, I, I mean, <clears throat> to Lurleen's point, uh, then you can, I'm sure they'll just hop on your arms. Oh, wait, Lurleen, do you have your fucky phone or some kind of fucky phone from someone? Uh, you have the busted-ass phone that Emily slid you. Yeah. Great, why don't you take a selfie of me and, and a priest and, and Matthew fucking McConaughey, and then he can get a photo of fans bugging Colin Farrell as Matthew McConaughey. Sure. I'll, I'll take out my phone, and I'm just going to pretend that I'm trying to have a phone conversation. I just keep, like, waving my hand or, like, putting my hand up to, like, cover... Yeah. Dedrick's phone and stuff like that. I'd be like, no, 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 right. no photos. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, so he snaps that pick. Uh, it's a good one. Um, and um, he uh, he quickly um, sends it out over uh, Insta and, uh, you know, he adds it to his story, just video of you, like, slapping the phone away. Um, and uh, sure enough, uh, the likes just start rolling in. And you actually see um, some people in the line, but also some people that you can actually see like in the cocktail bar 
Uh, it's a classic, like, only happens in a movie where information gets, like, the news hits and everyone just looks at their phone. <laughs> like the fucking end of glass where everyone's like, yeah, oh, that's I, what I, I was thinking I'm too. getting a message. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm going to watch this YouTube like video it. right now. A man oh. picked up a van a little bit. Show everyone. <laughs> Tell the like, people. I really do like, oh, I'm getting a message. As, <laughs> as like, a read of how those people... <laughs> Responded to. Yeah, that. I mean, they only get one a day, so it's very exciting when it happens. Yeah. Uh, that's how the modern world works, right? Um, but yeah, people, uh, YouTube. <laughs> people start uh, stumbling out uh, into the street, uh, kind of looking around. So here's the catch. Here's the the challenge I throw down to you. This scheme will only work if you truly have the beautiful people. The beautiful people. Da na 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 na. Yeah. So um, Iris and Ridley, your job is to be the bouncers for Colin Farrell, Matthew McConaughey as he starts making his way towards the club. So if this was a video game and or Yakuza, which I just played a bunch of, consider this an escort mission, but instead of trying to knock away all the villains, you're trying to let a few villains through. Trying to let the hot villains through. Hot villains through. Also, I will say, given that you've chosen McConaughey, even though it's through weird Colin Farrell inception layers, um, Iris, you actually now have a not entirely unreasonable reason for being here. Because you look like Simple Life Paris Hilton. <laughs> so you actually country. do look pretty country. It's Nicole uh, Richie, but that's fine. Okay, well... It's, there's a the difference. There's Get the difference. at me, Nicole Richie Twitter. Oh, don't invite them. They're going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this actually does give you a reasonable reason to be there. Um, do you think you would also attempt to be an actor trying to get into character as a, a vaguely country person? Or are you just... Uh, uh, like, are you his dialect coach? Like, what's what's Iris's cover story for being I, with Colin Farrell as Matthew McConaughey? I'd probably be playing his publicist, trying to get like him noticed. Uh, it's Emily Seption. You have become yeah. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Destroyer of worlds. Emily's um, not my publicist. She's my agent and my friend. Get at me, publicist and agent and friend Twitter. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So that's great. Um... And then, uh, Ridley, what is your connection to the team now? I'm his priest. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good. Mormons good, uh, are priests. Good well, Irish Catholic boy. Oh, well, well, you know what the difference is? And he just takes off the pin and throws it away. I'm Catholic now. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was truly an amazing conversion in the street. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, great. So, um uh, Everett, you begin to um, stalk across the street. Uh, how do you think you're walking? What's what's Everett's take on Colin Farrell playing Matthew McConaughey? Uh, I think it's extremely unsure of himself. I think he's like, <laughs> like he 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 wouldn't have been thinking about the walk until you mentioned it, and now he's like, oh man, how how do I walk? <laughs> like, really, really not not uh not confident so i think he had he kind of like has to like shake his head clear his head and just starts just starts like walking forward with like purpose because just getting there is more important than how he looks getting there so he's like striding (laughs) he's like yeah just a full stride yeah all right nice um okay cool um iris and ridley um Obviously, Dedrick will try and help you with this, but he's he's really working a hard social media campaign to, to continue to hype this. Um, who are you looking for as your club bait? This is weirdly just another hunt for you. Um, maybe I'll even pull up my chart of victims, <laughs> but in this case, they'll be 
club goers. Um, what are you looking for? What's what's the kind of ideal uh, arm candy you want? Uh, Ridley, because he pretty much universally goes to uh, gay clubs, is just looking for how he would define hot dudes. Mm-hmm. So specifically, burly, bearded. Uh, he likes big dudes. Like I think he likes bears. So it's just mm-hmm. it's just a bear parade on his side, and he's shoving away all women, just zero women. <laughs> it's just bears. He knows what gets him into clubs. Excellent. And uh, Iris, how about you? Um, probably looking for um, muscly douche heads. You, you know, you know the type. D- um, douche bros. Yeah, and um, not like overly glamorous, overly like skimpy wearing girls, but like definitely beautiful. Um, just yeah, some some beautiful women that look like they would easily be asked through the line. So for the women, you're looking for someone who doesn't look eager to be in the club, who looks a little mm-hmm. bit like over the club. Yeah, for sure. That is exactly who would get into that club. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, after a few moments of of kind of crowd control, um. Uh, Ridley, um, a, uh, a, sort of a, a large, uh, sort of broad chested, uh, shirts unbuttoned, wearing just kind of a, a classic, like guy at a club button up, <laughs> um, shirt, uh, comes up. He's got, um, an incredibly well-kept red beard, um, curly red hair, green eyes, um, and, uh, just a, a beautiful Irish accent that I'm not going to attempt, um, mm. And uh, he uh, looks around and um, kind of nods and says, uh, oh, no, fuck, I got to do the accent. I always do bad accents in the show. Why stop now? Um, and he's like, uh, oh, I heard uh, it's Mr. Farrell here. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, you got to call him Mr. McConaughey because he's in fucking character. But, yeah, that's him right there. And he just points to, like, an awkward Everett who starts walking very efficiently, vaguely like the Terminator, I'm picturing. It's like, oh, yeah. always nice to see a wee bit of home here. Been feeling a bit, uh, a little, little bit out of place here with all the, uh, the Quebecois, <laughs> as it were. Uh, Seamus McGriddle's the name. Uh, and he, he shakes your hand. And it is a firm handshake. And uh, there's a bit of a wink that comes with it. Oh, well, welcome to the party, Seamus. Why don't you come with us and we'll get in through the front door. Great. Um, so uh, you've picked up... Uh, <laughs> Seamus McGriddle joins the party. Um, and um, for you, Iris, um, uh, you find two people um, that you think can help you, and I'll, I'll let you choose between them. Um, one is um, a... Uh, uh, one is a strikingly um, beautiful woman um, who is like clearly interested um, that, uh, you know, Colin Farrell might be around, um, but you get the sense it was probably like a childhood crush that she's kind of over now. Um, but uh, she is wearing um, like a, just an, an incredible dress. Uh, she looks fantastic. It's, it's uh, sort of a violet dress, um, slightly shimmers when she moves. Um, she comes over, tiny handbag, uh, makeup is impeccable, um, somehow she managed to get her cocktail out of the bar, um, and uh, she just leans in and says, um, Hi, I'm sorry to do this. Is that Matthew McConaughey 
Or is that Colin Farrell? I saw uh, uh, an Instagram post, and I'm, I'm rather confused because he doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all. Is it Matthew McConaughey pretending to be Colin Farrell? It's Colin Farrell pretending to be Matthew McConaughey. That transformation is stunning. Um, do you think he would like company this evening? I, he's on my 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 look my. I've, I'm sorry, this is very embarrassing. Um, my husband and I have a cheat list, and uh, I've never updated it. Colin Farrell is on it. And honestly, I could kind of use this. Can I come with you guys? <laughs> and then she just downs her entire martini, extends her arm, and drops the glass. I mean, I want to say yes, but you told me you were going to present me with two options. Yeah. Well, your other option uh, is from my, my list of, of character names here uh, submitted by our dear friends on Patreon. Um, there's also a man who's approaching. Uh, he's, he's got a stately bearing. Um, and uh, seems to be kind of uh, looking around a little bit confused, uh, confusedly. Um, he says, uh, uh, Colin, Colin, uh, and you kind of step in front of him, um, and uh, you realize you're staring down famous Canadian actor Calm Fiore, uh, who <laughs> is uh, seemingly excited to talk to his old pal uh, Colin Farrell. Um, he is indeed a Bond cop in a world of bad cops. Um, <laughs> So here's the deal. Uh, you can take one of the two, or you could roll me some dice and try and get both. <laughs> I'm going to try and get both. <laughs> okay, so... Because because the lady is the more helpful, but Confiori is probably harder for Tyler to deal with. So... <laughs> This is that stupid survival joke, isn't it? Uh, Okay, so Miles, go ahead and roll me uh, charisma and um, persuasion, please. Someone wants me to win. (laughs) Along with everyone else. Uh, Okay, you know what? Fine. Fuck that. Roll me a a dexterity and technology Uh, check. That'll teach you. She already rolled. I don't care if you're hearing dice now. That's me just jangling him. I almost spit-taked my coffee at my bookshelf. <laughs> four successes. Well, four successes Great. earns you a fiore. Um, <laughs> Yay! So with um, uh, Vivian Tamerlane, um, the uh, lady with a cheat list, uh, <laughs> noted Canadian actor Calm Fiore, and uh, Seamus McGriddle, um, and of course, uh, Dedrick in tow as well. Uh, the new coterie approaches the front doors of Divine Damnation uh, to confront some bouncers and see if they can get those sweet, sweet bear boys back. This episode of Blood and Sir features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante, and the Dum Dums and Dice logos are done by Decapitated Markers. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. 
and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also buy merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, and you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, ah, ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord of Bradovic, Noel Louis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.